We know family is everything for the Supermamas community, and we only want the best for our kids. But to build a better future, we must be conscious of health and research. The All of Us Research Program is the largest and most diverse health resource ever, and is representing all of those groups who have been left out of research in the past, including people of color, seniors, rural areas, low income, LGBTQ, and more. The program wants the best for the community and believes participation in research will create a better future. We can discover more with continued research so we can help future generations. For example, did you know that even the foods of our different cultures can affect us in different ways as we get older? Join us in creating a better tomorrow by participating in the All of Us Research Program. For more information, visit joinallofus.org slash supermamas. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, Super Mamas. How are you guys? How's everyone doing? Hello, sister. What's up? What's up? What's up? What are you doing? What's what's your name? Who are you? Tell me. Oh, me. You want me to introduce myself? Yes, Hi, please. I'm Bricia. I am your sister, co-host of the Super Mamas podcast. Uh, proud mom of two. Proud mom of two. Hi, a guys. A six and a one-year-old. Oh, my God. Yes, a one-year-old. I can't even believe that. I can't even believe that. I can't even wrap my, wrap, my mind around that. Hi, guys. I'm Paulina. I am also a co-host of this your favorite podcast, Super Romance Podcast. Um, and I am a mom of three. And yes, we are just two sisters trying to be a better version of ourselves every single day. If you are new to the show, welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. And if you are lo a longtime listener, hey, ladies, what is up? If you don't do so already, please do follow us on our social media at underscore Super Mamas on Instagram and Twitter, and El Face at Supermamas Podcast and Supermamas.com on the web. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, guys, in all the platforms that you listen. And if you want to send us a note, do so at hello at Supermamas.com or call us at 424-326-3707. And one more thing, don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the show for our pick or tip of the week. Sister, what's going on? How is what's the planning up? going? Nothing much. Planning for the party? Mm -hmm. Non-existent. Haven't planned anything. <laughs> what? You only I started have like it, I, a week left. I know. I started it super strong and then I forgot. And then <laughs> like, I looked at. There's like a week left. And then I looked at my watch and I was like, oh, wait, I'm way past the deadline <laughs> of ordering half of the shit I needed to order. So. It really went from like, um, I mean, you were talking from about like, it for months, for like uh, two months, probably. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I feel you, though. I feel you, though. Life happens. And then it's like, what? I know. That's what exactly what happened to me with summer school. See? I know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited to for to see whatever whatever it is that you're going to do, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty fantastic. You always I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll I'll figure it out and then it'll be wonderful and it'll be awesome. So just don't worrying about it right now. And I'll tell you guys all about it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we will tell you uh the recap of the wonderful party and everything mm -hmm. that went into it. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. 
I know exactly what you mean. Things just it's just it's just really insane how I don't know. I mean, it's just like ya soy vieja, you know, like time goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like all I keep thinking about. It does go and so how fast. the and how the youth is so different now. What do you mean? That's how you know that you're old. I'm just like, oh, this youth. <laughs> esta, esta nueva generación. Oh, esta generación. Or like, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm like, my playlist is like, oh, oh, R, like the OOs are in the 2000s. Oh, oh, um, R&B and, you know, I'm like, mm. and that's like 20 years ago. I'm like, great. I'm listening to 20-year-old playlists. <laughs> Taking no. it back. Oh, gee. <laughs> ya estoy vieja. <laughs> oh my god i actually took a, a class this week this this past weekend was like um peloton had like a virtual festival of music or whatever uh-huh. i took all of them because i wanted to be up i mean i took not all of them but i i went through all of them to see i was like i don't really know a lot of these artists but i i took some so i was like okay ahora ya, ya me siento como que ya, i'm like a, li- a little cut up a little cut up I a know. little cut up with major laser. Major, I took a major laser class. A major. I don't think major laser. I mean, who knows? I feel like major laser is a little bit older, but who knows? Is it? I don't know. It was fun. It was fun. Major ma- major laser. It was fun. Is that how you say it? Because you're young. No, is, that, because... is that like your <laughs> way of saying it, Paulina? No, I took a class with this girl from England. So she kept saying major laser. <laughs> is that the and way it, she sounded? Yeah, so I, I don't really know. I don't really know my British accent very well. <laughs> I just remember she kept saying that major laser. <laughs> I didn't know. I just I couldn't not really understand half of everything. I'm so saying. glad we don't have Gen Z listening to this episode <laughs> of this show. You don't ever know. You never know. Hey guys, if you are listening, please uh, send us some notes. We need to get in with the youth. Get up with the youth. Because I'm on the other opposite side. I'm listening to all the songs in like Kids Bob version. That's like. You oh, know. yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm I'm still listening to adult music. No, I'm still, I'm listening. Sometimes I listen to the real one and I'm like, oh, wait, that's the, that's actually what it sounds like. I'm like, oh, my God. That's hilarious. And my kids are like, Kids Bob, Kids Bob. I mean, what I did do is like I changed from Kids Bob to radio clean version so that it's, you know, I'm a little bit. It's not all kids. It's more like. Uh-huh. The radio editing of the version. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, what else is up? What else is up? My husband uh, almost uh, cut his finger off. Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, let's talk about how your husband, you know, almost cut his finger off, and how you were going all crazy. Yet your sister had the exact same injury, and you didn't really care. So let's talk about that. My sister had this injury when she was six years old, and I was nine. I think it was my parents' responsibility to go crazy, not mine. <laughs> so I was eight. You, you were, were eleven, and I was probably and, taking and care and of love, Elizabeth and, I, and, and, and Fernando. And I love how you just don't remember <laughs> that I almost cut my finger off. You were not eight. In second grade, you were not eight. How old are you in second grade? You're six, eight years old. Six. six. Uh, my, my, son is, my son is six. He's in kindergarten. Sabina is going to second grade. She's six. She's going to be seven. She's turning seven, but like she'll be seven in kindergarten. So why are you saying it's six? It's seven or eight. She's seven. She's going to be seven when she goes into second grade. I mean, she's going to be six when she's going into second grade. She's still six. My son is six and he's in, he's barely going into first grade. So when he oh. goes to second grade, he's going to be seven. Okay, fine. You were, yeah, it was, eso. It wasn't my responsibility. Give me that. <laughs> okay. It's not about being responsibility. I'm, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not telling you you should be responsible for it. 
Do you all remember? I'm saying is that <laughs> all I'm saying is that you don't care, and you didn't care <laughs> about my finger so... being almost chopped off. I, all but I'm yet I do care about my husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. My point. Oh my no! My husband had to have surgery yesterday uh, because he cut his tendon. He chopped. He sliced his tendon. Tendon. So did I. My tendon came out. I chopped my. I can't fold my finger. Yeah. Somehow you don't remember that that happened to me. You're like, what? That happened to you? Yes, bitch. That happened to me. I remember that that happened to when you. I didn't know. I, I didn't know you had surgery. I had no idea. Ex- exactly. You don't know. You don't care. No one cares. Everyone's like, what, Bricia? You almost cut your finger off. You slice your tendon. Yes. Let me yes. bring out the violins for the middle child. You and you and Sabina should start a club. Yes, I mean, sorry, she's exactly. We already are in a club. All I'm saying is, like, like, so did I, bro. And look <laughs> at me, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, 20 years later. Yeah, exactly. 20 years later. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait for another for 20 years for my husband to be okay. No, I know he um he cut his finger and then he still went home. I still saw him at home, you know. He was just like he went to change. I was like okay you cut your finger you should go to the doctor he was like yeah i'm on my way i'm just gonna change because i'm dirty and i'm sweaty so he still went to change at home and then he went to the urgent care and they were like no dude this is not an urgent care thing this is like an emergency situation so then they sent him to the er he's like oh so they sent me to the er i was like what he was like oh yeah and specialist gonna come and see me then next thing I know, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm having surgery. I'm like, what? That was insane. That was pretty insane. So I had to figure out how to get there. And then I get there and no one can tell me where he is. No one can show me the right direction. I couldn't find him. He couldn't answer his phone. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't I I didn't imagine know. you. Um, and then, um, you know, Pobrecito, he's uh, he's pretty bummed out because he, we're so busy. He's super busy. And he's like, what am I going to He was more worried about that. He was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I don't know. How about let's take care of your finger right now and see what happens next. But yeah, my husband went to the hospital almost. It was pretty scary, you know, scary. Uh-huh. It was scary. Oh I didn't God. know what was happening to him. You know, imagine you're like, oh, your husband's going to get surgery and you get to the hospital. And they're like, yeah, I don't know where he is. I was like, uh, okay, someone please tell me where he is. How is he doing? Is he in surgery? Is he out? Are they going to put him down? Like, I don't know. But. Uh, hey, se cortó el pedo. Like, I'm like, so, I mean, I guess it's different because it's happened to me. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah, I've yeah. been through this situation. <laughs> yeah, you could just totally. call me and be like, hey, you know, the same thing. What happened? How did you go through it? Really, Christian? Like, when you. Slice your tendon. Like, how did you like feel? Like, should really I be worried? Slice, did you really slice your tendon? Like, did you really have surgery though? I don't know. Yes, I, know. I sliced my tendon. I still have an hernia in my like finger. I had eight stitches, just like your husband. This is like in a little. This is like in a child's thumb. <laughs> I, I can't fold my finger. I'm like my my finger. That's like doesn't fold. What do you mean? Oh, okay, I see. Like this. Yeah, like this is as far as my finger goes. That's it. It doesn't. That's it. This is as far as my finger holds. That's it. It doesn't go further or anything. It just stays like that. Oh my god! And it's in my right hand. It's fine. He's gonna be okay. I know he's gonna be. Okay. It was just scary. I mean, you know, it's my husband. Like, you know, I just want him to be okay. I just figured you were just not gonna care the same way that you didn't care about me. 
<laughs> oh my god stop see even fernando's like oh. yeah we're recording our intro and how he doesn't she doesn't care about my finger but she cares about her husband's <laughs> it's hilarious anyway uh you know what let's just move on and talk about who's on the show today sister please who is on the show today <laughs> Today on the show, we have um, the incredible Rosie Rivera, who is one of the most influential and inspirational Latinas in the world. She is an author, entrepreneur, podcast host, and a former reality star, as well as an international speaker, author, and influential public figure. She is happily married to worship leader Abel Flores, and they both now live in California with their three beautiful children, Cassie, Sammy, and Eli. I love that show. It was, I think it's, Every time I I talk to her, I just felt so much peace, so much peace. I could have talked to her for about four hours about everything that we were talking about. She's absolutely best. She is. She's absolutely best. You guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Get her book, read on it, do the work, guys, do the work, please. The work is very important. So without further ado, here is your interview with Rosie Rivera. Welcome to the show, Rosie. How are you again? Welcome again to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be with you, ladies. As soon as like this book launched, I thought of you girls. And well, because I follow you guys and I always see you. And then I was like, yep, I'm, I want to be on Super Mamas again. So thank you for having me. Oh, my thank gosh. It's a pleasure. Me. You uh, I remember when we met, you have such a beautiful just spirit that shines through when someone, I think when I see you in person, I just felt this sort of calmness around mm-hmm. you um, and just that lightness and just light. And even through Zoom, I can still feel that through the microphone and through through just our conversation that we were just having. So thank you so much for allowing us to you know, have this conversation with you and for your time. Um, and let's just rep- jump into it. You have a new book. Tell us mm-hmm. about it. Um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, tell us all about it. I want to see. I, I know how difficult writing is and I know how personal this book is to you specifically. So I would just love to know what that journey was like for you and how that writing process even started to just put this part of your life out into the world. Yeah, well, I wrote it. We wrote it last year, um, 2019, uh, no, 2020. But it had been, I had been really working on getting it published since 2019. I knew that it was time for another book. You know how when you feel like it's time for another mm-hmm. book? Yeah, for right? sure. That's how it was for me. And the publishers were saying no. And I really, really wanted to be with HarperCollins Christian. It was just a goal. It was in my mind. And they kept saying no. And so I pitched one idea to them and and they were like, no, we're not feeling it. And, and so this was another idea that I pitched because it's been on my heart forever. And I really feel that it's a, a continuous of my previous books. Like, you know, my first book was you know, my story. And then the second one was like, okay, well, how do I forgive? Like, how do I get stuff back that was taken from me? And then this one is like an an answer to a question that I had and that Mm -hmm. I sometimes still have that right now in my life, everything that's Mm -hmm. going on, I can still ask myself, who's going to defend me? Who's going to stand up and speak? Who's going to clear my name? Because I don't want to fight. And I'm trying not to like, look catty or, or do everything that I mm. want to do. Mm-hmm. Who's going to do it for me? I'm a 40 year old almost. I got three kids. I can't do the stuff I used to do. 
And so who, but who's going to do it? So it's really an, a question, uh, an answer to my own question that I've learned since I was, since I was a kid, there is the, the answer to like, who will give me justice from the sexual abuse. But then there's also stuff that we've went through, you know, um, bullying in, in junior high because of my weight, because of my parents' immigration status, because of our, of the poverty that we lived in back then. And then as you get older, you know, God defending you from little things like someone fighting with you over a parking spot or someone offending one of your kids. And you want to go like, <laughs> you know, like, you don't hurt my kid. Um, and obviously we can't behave like that anymore. So it's, it's big things and little things. And I really wrote this book so that it can, everyone can relate. That means that I was super honest <laughs> and transparent and, and it, that's a little bit tough sometimes. Um, but I feel, and I've, and I've heard back from a lot of people, Hey, I've, I've, I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm doing that too. And, and, and that lets me know that this, that everything that I wrote in there, there can also help them. And so this book, yes, it's like, God is your defender. And we all love to hear that it, it's good. Right. But yeah. more than that, how do we allow him to defend us? How do we not get in his way? Because me, Rosie, I've gotten in his way. I have like mm. started venting mm-hmm. not only to one person, to everybody I've, done stuff I've said stuff um and I think sometimes we don't allow God to get in our way and we focus so much on the revenge so much on the I'm gonna get them back that we don't even focus on our healing so this mm-hmm. is truly about healing about focusing on on our internal healing it's our responsibility there's no excuses as into oh but I was waiting for us to come through I was waiting for him to go to jail I was waiting for her marriage to be messed up because she messed up mine, whatever it can be. I want my readers to know you can heal now. And not only can you, it's your responsibility so that you can be a better mom and a better wife, because that's mm-hmm. what I've in my life. Oh my God. I love everything that you said. I was reading um, a little bit about what the book is about. And I think I actually read something. Um, I had a Bible study group a few months ago about uh, resentment and about how resentment gets stuck in your heart like a, like a root, right? And then you don't even know that it's there. You don't even know that it's growing because you can forgive about forgiveness and resentment. And I think that was one of like the hardest lessons for me to go through because I realized that I had so much resentment still in my heart for so many people that I didn't even know. Like, I just, I, I thought I had like, let it go, forgotten about it. Like it's, it's, it's in the past. It's been so many years. And then when I started reading about that, about resentment and about how that is one of the biggest things that hasn't allowed me to grow, I started looking and like sifting through my life. And I was like, Oh my God, like there's so many people that I still haven't forgot forgiven not forgot um that i haven't forgiven and yeah you know it's in in many of the discussions that we had on the on the group we talked about revenge and Mm. how we're always like who that's good for them yeah you know like oh yeah something happened to them like you know you laugh deep it's like oh that's amazing that that happened to them because they deserved it or you know like that's just even then like god will speak to you and be like you know yeah 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 and like after that I've, i've caught myself you know 
still doing sometimes that and it's so hard to fight our nature you know or like human nature but yeah. um you know it's just like whenever we get hurt we always try to it's really hard to let go it's really hard to say mm -hmm. i'm gonna leave it to your i'm gonna leave it to you god and you're mm -hmm. the one that's gonna like you know take care of this it's really hard to do that. Yeah. And when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, that's going to be easy. And then, you know, something happens and I'm like, oh my God, that's the hardest thing to do. I can't do that. Why? Why, God? Why are you asking me to do this? Why do I have to like forgive? Like, no, 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 please. No, yeah. don't ask me to do this. So But yeah, in the book, I talk about those topics. It's like you hit so many points that I talked about in the book. Like it's hard to let God be our defender because we want it our way, our mm -hmm. timing and our punishment. And God told me, you're not the judge and you're not the jury. You're over here giving sentences to people. And it was also really cool that like David has 14 songs where he's like, is like, kill Jesus, like I'm God and destroy my enemies and their children. And so I know it's, it's a human thing that we may have, but just because we have, it doesn't mean it's correct and we should let it go wild. Mm -hmm. And so the book is a lot about self-analyzing. What yeah. do you have in your heart and, and, and how has it affected your present? Because sometimes we think my past, I'm not going to let it affect my present. That that's like my goal, right? No, I'm not going to let it affect my children. And, but my 18 year old daughter, Oh, I, I'm, I'm so glad how much God uses my kids. But she, my 18 year old said, mom, like you're a different mom. And she said it as a compliment. And she's like, my, I'm so happy that that we get to share this now because she's older, but that my siblings who are seven and four, they get a different mom. And oh, see, awesome. I was never abusive. I was never, I, I can count the times that like I've disciplined her or that I might've thought like, Ooh, you know, like, um, or, or that I yelled at her, I can count them. And then every time that I did, I would go and apologize. So we have that relationship, but I was, I was so angry that mm -hmm. even though I wasn't angry at her, she could feel the tension. So yeah. she was scared of mom, even yeah. if it wasn't directed towards her. So she's a little bit more shy and introverted. She's less of a risk taker and she's obedient to a fault to where I'm telling her like, baby, take a risk. Like, you know, baby, you know, because she's, she's so much like mommy, I got to stay in the square. And I'm like, baby, but like women that impact this world, sometimes like are different, you know? And, and so my Sammy who's seven, she's like free. She's like, get on a stage and she'll take a risk. And, and it's because I'm less angry. Sammy's not scared of me. She, she mm. respects me and honors me, but she's not scared of me. And what happened in between from my 18 year old to my seven year old is that I healed is that I forgave is that I let the anger go is that I said, you know what? You're gonna, you, tú te vas a encargar Dios. You got this. I'm gonna start, stop worrying about getting revenge on this person. And I'm gonna just focus on healing, on me, on my kids, on my husband. And I, and they have a better mom. And so she showed me that without even knowing. And, 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 you know, God let me know, like that's, that's one of the rewards you and your generations can have if you really just let me handle it. But, oh, you know, like God. other things like that you mentioned, um, Letting God be God, like his timing, it's his timing. because I know he's going to do it, but I'm like, Lord, you're going to take 18 years again. Like, <laughs> what, you know, and how are you going to do it? Is it going to be for sure? Is everyone going to know that they did me wrong? And, or when, or when they are going through a tough moment, your rival, 
it takes a lot of like humility not to throw it in their face and be like, andale. Like God's like, no, that's not okay. So yeah. we I read all that in the book. And most of it is a lot of self, self-awareness, taking responsibility, analyzing yourself and transforming yourself. Not only like, yeah, God's going to defend you. That, that sounds great. And it is great. But the, I think we have a lot more responsibility than we like to talk about. Oh, a hundred percent. I think like no one likes to do the work. Like the work is hard. Like the work, looking into yourself and seeing all the things that you need to change and you need to improve about yourself. That's the hardest thing, you know, when you look at the mirror and you're like, yeah, you know, because I think like we, um, for me personally, I think like I grew up having a, a victim mentality and mm-hmm. I was always blaming someone else for my, for my, for my, oh, it's, you know, it's my dad's fault or it's my mom's fault or it's so-and-so's fault and that's fault. And then I, as I started doing the work, I realized I have to take, um, I have to take ownership of the things that I've done wrong. And, you know, people are out there living their life. No one is worrying about what I'm doing. I'm the only one that's like doing all these things in my head. And so doing the work is really hard. Like, you know, cause I bumped into wall after wall after wall. And, uh, but it's actually helped me grow in, in all areas of my life. And I, and I, I like what you said about, you know, like teaching our children, because I think um, it is our responsibility to break those cycles. You know, we talked about, mm-hmm. we talk about that on the show so much about, mm-hmm. you know, just changing ourselves to change our children. Because mm-hmm. you are right. I do think that, you know, similar to your older daughter, my older daughter is the same. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's seen me at my worst, you know, she's seen mm-hmm. how like, I sometimes uh, would like just lose it and like become angry and then she would just want to make me happy. And I, and I'm and I, and this whole year that just passed before, you know, with the pandemic, it really helped me be right there next to her and realize again, I've mentioned this before that I was trying to fix me through her and uh, that, I, that we are totally different people and that she has to live her own life and make her own mistakes. And, and, you know, like just, be her. And I was making her, I was making me perfect in my eyes through her. And I was, I wanted her to, I wanted to fix everything that I couldn't fix in me as a child through her. And it's really hard. And it's also, you know, it's all of that. It's like, you know, I'm not going to let anyone hurt me and you shouldn't let anyone do this and you shouldn't let yeah. anyone do that. And, you know, we get on their way. We actually do get on our children's way by doing those things. Yeah, I'm really, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. I'm really trying not to get in my kids' way of their like identity and their freedom. I always think like I want my kids to be free. How do I step? I want to guide them without being a dictator. I want to to love them without spoiling them. But I also I want to get out of like my kids' way because I think I did that to my Casey. I think my anger towards someone else kind of took a little bit away of her freedom. And I'm glad that she still lives here and that at 18, I mean, this started a few years ago where she started to see the change. I, you know, I've been changing. It's been a process, but um, transforming. But but I'm saying she, I, don't, I, I want to really transform completely so Sammy and Eli never have to go through it. And and thank God, Casey's smart enough to be like, okay, you know, she wasn't mad at me, but, you know, I, I love the way that that you put that. It's so true. And, and it it just, it, the work is hard, but I always tell myself, don't quit until, until what, until, 
until it's done, until it never happens again, until you, it never touches your generations, like until you know the work is done because you're worth it and your kids are worth it and your husband's worth it. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's a constant thing because I think something else that I talk about in the book, my ego's in the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it's like, you offended me, especially because like you, I come from a victim mentality that I'm constantly fighting. Rosie, don't be a victim. I have to tell myself. No, don't take it personal. I love Los Cuatro Acuerdos because mm. the four agreements and it's just stuck to me. Don't take it personal. Even if they say your name if they say, Rosie, you are, it's really like stuff that they're going through. We're all like kind of naturally selfish. And, and so it has more to do with us. So I have to remind myself, like the world doesn't revolve around you. Yes, you are hurt, but why are you hurt? Is it your ego? Did someone bruise you? Did someone offend you? Like, and, and I think what we can do is get rid of it as quickly as possible and bounce back and be like, okay, like as fast as I can just to bounce back. Um, and uh, so I, I, I hope that when people do read this book, we all end up really transforming our home and our community as a whole. And obviously it's not just this book, many books, it's a continuous work um, listening to podcasts like this because we we always think of people offending us, but then well we offend people too, mm-hmm. and we like justice. We like the word justice of like God give me justice or you know justice system give me justice. But when we get away with the ticket, when we're texting and driving, like I know I you know like okay que no nos vea you know. Um, <laughs> I think justice goes both ways. So when we are asking for justice, someone else is asking for justice for something we said to them, and and so. I think God is also, he loves justice, but he's also a good father. So sometimes we think God didn't come through because we're like, God, give me justice, you know, um, give, give me my revenge, redeem me, but re- like all that to God, to a father may feel, well, I'm going to forgive them because their salvation is the point here. And we think God didn't come through. I está bien feliz. Like, She's over here married and has kids and she's all happy. And, and she, you know, ruined my life and, and we forget God is God. So we also have to keep that in mind. My sense of fairness does not, it can be totally different of what God is going to do. And that's another chapter in the book of like, I'm still like walking hard in the house and slamming doors. But as an adult, I've learned just to do that on the inside. It looks not making as much noise, but on the inside, I'm still doing that. And I had to really check myself. And yeah, you know, I can't, I can't sit here and be like, it's not fair anymore, but I act like it. And, yeah. and I'm really, and I'm, I'm talking about things that I did during the pandemic, like, and, and that's what I love about our audience, our, our followers, our, our readers is that they want this now when we live yeah. in a world in a cookie cut world with so much Photoshop and stuff like that. They, we connect when someone says something and you're like, oh, thank God I'm not alone. You're like, no soy la única. So um, my readers are really connecting with those parts of like, I slam doors on the inside too, you know, like I'm really upset. It's not fair. Oh, um, yeah. And, and it, at least there's a community and we can help each other and correct each other. I mean, like, okay, like real friends tell each other, chill out. Like, you know, remember, remember the truth. Remember, go back to the end. So um, I, I think- if we want to work, if, when we're ready to put in the work, um, books like this can really help us. Um, now that nothing can be forced, but if someone's ready to do the work, I, I think my book can help them. Oh my God. Thank you, Rosie. 
What are some of the things that you would that you would encourage other superamas to do to start the work? I think we, we talk a lot about the work. Like they're like, what is yeah. the work? Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. the work? You know, like I think um, you know, it, it, it and also really- how has the work evolved in your life? Because yes. I think the work changes, right? Yeah. The work you're doing today may be very different than the work you were doing five years ago when you started, or however years ago you started, you know, and you've taken so many people with you on your journey and I think aside from your daughter I'm sure a lot of your fans have watched you evolve right have watched you change there's I mean you're you live in a life that's so public and I couldn't even imagine being in your shoes and I think so many people look at public figures such as yourself like she must have everything her life must be perfect you know and you know a lot of people think that money fixes everything and have and and you know the 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 idea that money is really not what people should be looking forward to is something that only rich people talk about you know it's just there's so many misconceptions surrounding public life people who are public you know and again the work changes and I would just love to know how that work has changed, what kind of work you do, and what would you tell those people that are from the outside? I guess it would be number one: read, read my book and do your own work. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, how do you how do you break away from thinking everyone's life is perfect on social media and on just TV? I a lot of the one of the main changes that came with work with with me personally, my experience in the beginning, it was a lot of just me. In, in the sense of like, I like to write and I like to journal and I like to do a lot of my, my, my meditating by myself. I I'm very um, introverted. And so at the beginning, eso me funcionaba. that would work, right? Because they're they, on the surface. Those were things I could deal with. And then there are deeper issues that I can't guide myself into. I can't, I can't tap into it. So I need a professional. And so that that's when counseling comes in and it can be someone that I connect with someone that understands me. I don't feel judged and, and, um, they don't have to have been through the same thing, but it it helps. Right. So I went to a professional and I'll go to a professional even now, at least once a year. And, and it's right around the time when like things might begin to pop off, but (laughs) sometimes it's even when things are good of like, I'm going to prepare. And, and I've just decided that. I'm going to have a professional at least once a year, maybe for three or four weeks, maybe for a month. Um, during the pandemic, Abel and I did counseling for the first three, four months of the year because it was yeah. it was crazy. We couldn't do this by ourselves. So you have to know in your process of the work, when is the moment to do it by yourself? When is the moment to look for a professional? And But then again, for me, for instance, I get the, the herramientas, I get the tools from the professional, and then I, I continue, right? The hardest thing for me has been being so public. Mm. It, it's things that that I know in my heart, like mm. someone else could be going through this. So mm-hmm. being it public for me started with being vulnerable with my husband. There are things I wish he I didn't have to tell him. I want him to think I, I got it together and I'm superwoman. I mean, and on his phone he titled me superwoman and I'm like, boy, take it off. Like, you know, and he's like, and, and I, so I, that was like a sign to let him see, I'm going to show you everything that's inside because you know me as super strong. And, and obviously in these 10 years of marriage, 
he has seen it all. He has seen the days I don't want to get out of bed. He has seen some of the trauma. He, he experiences it. Usually the trauma is with him. So I felt led to be very vulnerable with him. I mean, about things that like, and he became one of my best assets. I had issues with like certain things I couldn't do in intimacy because mm-hmm. of my sexual abuse in the past. And we started recreating memories. And that is one of the most vulnerable things I've ever done to like, say, let's try to do them again. And I'm like, and his idea, and I'm so, I don't even know where that came from. He's never been through it. I don't know if he's ever read a book. I don't know if he was Googling. I don't know. But he says, <laughs> you know, like, you don't want to do this with me. Is it me? Like, do you not like me? And I felt so, it hurt me that my husband, who I think is so attractive and I love him so much, would think I didn't like him. And I'm like, no, it's not you. He's like, then, then can you try it with me? And I'm like, boy, are you crazy? Do you know that every time I think <laughs> of this, I cry, I like lose it. I'll probably scream and get mad. Like, and uh, he said, I'm willing. And so we started, we did something that in my past had traumatized me. And so we went back there together. And that was a very difficult part of my process. I, I can do it alone. I can be in the dark alone, but being vulnerable with someone that I admire and love so much and I want him to admire me was crazy. And, but, and the first time we like say recreated a memory, it can be something like having sex with the lights on, you know, some, it's as simple as that or as very deep and, and I would start to cry and he'd just be like, okay, we're done for today. It's okay, baby. And I was so embarrassed. Like, it's very vulnerable. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going yeah. to. And then he's like, we'll try it again in two or three weeks, two or three weeks come up. We try again with the lights on and his love, his caringness, his, his patience was such a tremendous tool in my healing. And the reason I say this is because I know a lot of girls that have been through what I went through or, or maybe other situations and you don't want to tell your spouse, but the yeah. thing is he's in war with you and doesn't even know yeah. it. He's about to step into a mine. Everything's going to blow up. You know why, you know, it's your trauma. You know, you were triggered. He has no idea. And, and, and so that was a part of the process for me. It's, it, it's knowing where you are. Is it time to talk to a professional? Is it time to talk to my husband? Is it time to talk to my mom? It can be at different times for different people. And some may not even talk to their mom. It may be the most unhealthy thing to talk to their mom about something. So you really, really have to know where you are in the process. And, and those are the things that really helped me being so vulnerable. So when I was able to be vulnerable with my husband, my 18 year old daughter was next. I had to tell my Casey, she was uh, maybe 14 that I had had an abortion and I had, I had some healing. I had been moving because the, the abortion hurt me. I felt really guilty about it. And so I have a daughter now. She's about 14. And I was about to write one of my books. And I had to tell her, well, I don't want her to find out on social media. I don't want her to watch my YouTube video. And so I told her and I thought she's going to be so disappointed or sad or something. Right. I don't know. I didn't know. And um, that continued to bring me healing was was processing it with her the beautiful conversation that we had about sex about boyfriends how to make a decision not making a decision for the wrong reasons whatever your decision ends up being let it be for the correct reasons let it be for love and not fear and um that brought more healing so once i could be that transparent with my daughter then it was like i can tell the world anything like yeah 
si ya lo sabe Dios, mi esposo and my daughter, and that really, the continuous talking on of it empowered me every time, every time, empowers me every single time to be like, I'm not ashamed of this. I'm over it. God, he pulled me out. You, he's going to pull me out from this one. And, and that's been another process of it. Um, I, I always say I went from victim to victorious when I brought up someone else with me. Like in my victim mentality, I, when I'm battling with it, I think, who, who can I help so that I can get out of this victim mentality? Who can I listen to? Who can I hear? Who can I hug? Who can I pull out? And, 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 and that brings me back to like, we are victorious. So it's, it, it, it's work can look different and it will look different and it'll change. And you have to be open to changing it. You could say, oh, but I've been doing journaling for 15 years and it Well, is it still working? Because if it's not, then let's change it to drawing. Then let's change it to jogging um, and, and knowing that different mechanisms work at different times. Wow. I love everything. I think we can talk for hours, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, please tell our listeners, you know, if the, is the book out already? When is it coming out? Where can they find it? Where can they follow you? Where can they learn more from you? Because I feel like I can listen to like hours of you talking. Thank you. It's it's out now. It came out June 8th. It's um, on all everywhere. Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, Sam's Club, just um, bookstores, Christian bookstores, Spanish and English and an audiobook. I'm so excited. This is the first time that I get to do my own audiobook. It was is it in your voice? Did you narrate yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's my yeah. dream one day. That's my dream. You're going to do it. You're going to the cookbooks, <laughs> right? Yeah. Cause, but we'll, yeah, I guess do, do cookbooks. I don't know. Maybe we'll do another book, but I just, yeah. I, I like the, I, I love audiobooks so much. I'm downloading yours right now. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I listen to them while I'm doing my makeup, while I'm like walking or driving or so it, I thought it, I always wanted it. I always want. I love that. I love that it's your voice too, because you yeah. have such a beautiful voice, and just like you, you. you know how to say the things you want to say. You know, yeah, hundred percent privilege. Yeah, and it's doing really well. The audiobook people are really um, out of out of like Spanish, English, digital, or audio. Audio is doing the best. So I'm like, awesome. cool. Like this. Congratulations, girl. I took I two and wait. a half days to record the Spanish, another two and a half days to record in English. And then I had to go back another day to fix all the edits because, <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it, you know, so I'll get better. But yeah, I am super excited. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm going to download it right now because I think like a lot of what you're saying speaks to me directly. So I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for doing that because you're you you I know that this is work for you, but you're helping so much. So many other people you have no idea that are that might just need to hear that extra, you know, encouragement from you. Thank you. Well, you you ladies know that when you talk about it, you kind of like realize stuff along the way. And that book kind of did this for me, too. Like, and, whoa. Yeah like chill out with your husband, you know, like was one of the main things God was saying, like, you want me to defend you so much from the world and all this stuff, but you've tried to make Abel your defender. And he's not, he's, he's your partner, your lover, your friend, your companion, like release him from having to defend you to everyone or him feeling that pressure. And so, so many things I learned just writing it and even doing the audiobook, hearing myself say it, I'm like, andale, like, <laughs> well, we de we definitely need to have you and um, Abel back on the show at some point. Yes, love I'd love to. I'd love to have you guys. Yes, Thank you so much for being here with us, Rosie, today. 
Thank Girl, you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. You, you know, it means so much. Um, and where can people find you, follow you? Oh, um, I'm mostly on my Instagram. Like that's where I'll answer DMs and stuff. So that's Rosie Rivera. Uh, but on Facebook, it's Rosie Rivera, YouTube, Rosie Rivera, and Twitter is Soy Rosie Rivera and TikTok is Soy Rosie Rivera. Mostly, you know, TikToks are my kid making me do silly things. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I just Google uh, Rosie Rivera and you'll find it on there. We're also donating um, for every book that that was pre-ordered. We are donating a book. So if you girls know any organization, um, yeah. any women's group, any men's group, any I don't know, juvenile hall, we will let me know and uh, we'll donate books to that organization. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, thank you, girl. And I know you have a busy life, so we'll get you get back to it. Thank you. We love you so much, Rosie. I love you girls too. I love to follow you guys on Instagram and everything you guys, all your trips, your cooking, your kids. I love to see it. Thank you. Thank you guys. If if you're really connected as a mom. A hundred percent. All right. Bye. 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 Hey, Supermamas. Paulina and Brisa here. We just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, have you seen us rocking our Supermama swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, and we're back. How's your finger, sister? Does it still hurt? Is there anything I can do for you? Miss Gambolina. <laughs> See, and that, and like, all you do is just make fun of me, which is actually makes it even worse. I, how, oh my God. Stop it. Jesus Christ. What? No, it's okay. That's okay. That's okay with what? I, I mean, I love you. That's all you should know. I love you. Okay. Uh-huh. I love you, sister. If I, whenever I see you, I'm gonna give you a hug. If you let me, if you allow. <laughs> if you put, if you put down your that that tough front and like. I don't have any tough front. I don't wall. even understand what. You know what? If you really care for me and knew me, you would know that I don't have a tough front. But because every, you don't, every, no, everybody thinks. You, you don't have. You don't have. You, everybody you don't know me. me tell, I'm, I, and you I, literally don't. I'm gonna care tell you something. Me. I'm the only one. I can like go. I mean, this is this is the whole thing about like <laughs> I can just go unnoticed my whole life. Like no, like there's nothing. <laughs> I can. I mean, uh. I was sure. I I think I purposely sliced my finger just to get attention. <laughs> and yet that still didn't work. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, I'm reckless. I, I have to be reckless and to get attention. Yet it still doesn't work. I'm the only one that knows who you are because everyone's like, oh my god, Bruce is so scary, so tough. I'm like, no, she's not. Bruce is so sweet. And gentle, and like you know, I'm the I'm the one that really truly knows you, sister. That's what mm. it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our super mama pick or tip of the week. Brisa, what is your tip this week or your pick? What is my pick this week? There are so many things that I am loving right now. Um, I'll go first, okay. sister. My you pick, tell me. 
is uh, a movie that um actually two two things two two tv things one uh the movie that i my kids are absolutely loving right now and that we have watched like four times that i love is uh, luca i don't i don't know oh, if you have watched I still it. haven't seen it you have to watch it it's so funny and cute i love it it's the new disney movie i don't think it's gotten a lot of uh publicity like other movies you know but this one is so cute it's based like it's an italian movie it's like based out of italy so it's very it, it has a mix of like spanish you know italian and the kids understand a lot of the things that they're saying so it's super 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 cute you know it's about being different and fitting in and the kids are really loving it. So please watch it. It's such a cute movie. And right now, uh, I don't know if I'm I'm pretty sure I'm super late on the to the train, but the one that I'm watching right now, and it makes it gives me uh every time I watch it, I, I like laugh so much. It's Sheets Creek. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it either. You know what? Like when we went to Elizabeth's bachelorette party when we got there, Paula, our sister-in-law was watching it and she was like, Oh my god, we love that show. And then I came home and I started watching it and it is hilarious. I love it. Um, it's the guy that comes out on uh, American Pie, the dad mm-hmm. and his actual son, his son, his real life son. And they both wrote this, this uh, show and they, uh, you know, they star in it and they've gotten a bunch of awards from the show. It's like a comedy, but it's so hilarious. I love it. If you guys are looking for something light to watch, I don't like to watch deep stuff or no, no, I, my, my energy level doesn't allow that right now. But uh, and if you guys are looking for like a comedy or something funny to watch and just, you know, that one. I love that show. Nice. My picks. Well, my pick is going to be a hair product. I posted about my hair, um, a hair care routine on Instagram. And I got a lot of feedback from people on my DM um, um, on DMs. Uh, I wash my hair about a couple times a week. And last time I went to get my hair cut. Um, my hair guy, Sal, commented on how beautiful my hair was and how surprised he was. He was like, wow, you didn't have a lot of fallout from the pregnancy. I'm like, I feel like I did, but I feel like it's growing. He's like, yeah, but I mean, I'm like a lot less than what, I, what I've what i seen. Your hair is pretty. A like- lot less than your sister. <laughs> no, he, he just he just commented on um, how proud he was that I was taking care of my hair. Um, so I've been using uh, this product from Olaplex. That I think I, I mean I th- I want to say that that has a lot to do with the way my hair looks, but uh, it is. Let me see which one I think. Let me try to figure out which one it is. It's uh, Olaplex number. Oh, number eight. Okay, here we go. Eight. <clears throat> okay. okay, so um, I've been using Olaplex number eight um, for my shampoo and my conditioner. I've been using Alterna for the past I don't know months. I don't. I think couple years mm-hmm. and i and i love that shampoo and conditioner i love their blowout balm um i really just love all their products um but they someone recommended this olaplex number eight which is a um a uh, a moisture a deep mask moisture um and i use it once a week um to deep condition my hair for 10 minutes um and i will say that it's just, again, it's about consistency, but it's just been, my hair is so soft. Um, I don't have anywhere near the amount of uh, split ends that I used to have. Um, and I just love it. It makes my hair just look shiny and healthy. And I love it. I mean, you can attest to using my hair when it's down. It looks pretty healthy and yeah. luminous. Yeah. 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 I'm working on my hair too. It's, it's on the recovery path. It's on the recovery path. 
you know though when you get older though like your hair does look like older like it just t- changes texture and se ve como de, de señora grande i don't know like i've noticed that like hair is like skin and the, the older i get the more i realize that and i think that for so long i mean we just care about our skin or as, like use spf for your skin and your skin and your skin but like if you look at older women their hair the, the women who don't take care of their hair you can tell it's the texture changes like yeah se ve como de señora como like como estropajito kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah you know yeah. like like it lifts on its own like it's just so dry that it lifts like it crisps yeah and and i think like i just been paying attention more to that and you know like take care of your hair girls yeah do please when i when i started losing my hair i started i changed my whole hair routine it's been like two months so i don't know i don't know yet if it's uh fully working or not but i'll i'll get back to you on that but yeah yeah definitely the hair is super important Super important. I mean, for those who care, you know, there's some women who don't, you know, they're like, I'll just chop it off and whatever, but like, I have long hair. So, like, Krista, she's like, no, I don't. I'm as, I tell her every day, I'm like, babe, let me do your hair. She's like, no, that's why I cut it. So I don't have to do my hair. I'm like, okay. Smart girl. Good for her. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, I think that is it for our show today, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this re- uh, amazing episode. Please you know, reflect on what you heard on the episode today. I think she touched on a lot of really good points about, you know, just the way that we see life and the way that we should be working on ourselves, because that is the point, right? To be a better version of ourselves all the time and carrying a lot of those old feelings do not serve us. Do not serve us. So let's get rid of those. Let's do the work. Keep taking care of yourself, ladies. We love you and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in el face at supermamas podcast oh one more thing we want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters call into our hotline 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com very soon we could be featuring you on the show Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see you next week. Super Mamas!